welcome to the Postmodern Art Podcast, the podcast dedicated to giving artists who are wowing the world over the platform they deserve. I am your host, Nathan Raglan, and for today's episode, well, let's get moving right along, shall we? Today's guest is Trenicia Harbour, a storyboard revisionist and character designer with several fantastic designs and ideas on full display, including the sensational Sunnydale. Trenicia was an absolute ball of energy throughout this entire episode, and I know you guys are going to love and appreciate that as much as I did. If you enjoyed Trenicia and want to find a way to support them, make sure you go to the links down in the description below. If you enjoy the podcast, make sure you like, share, subscribe, or follow whatever audio streaming platform you prefer. Leave five stars wherever you can. I see that stuff. I absolutely love it. If you want to go a little bit further with that support, maybe you should consider going to the merch shop at pmap.creator-ring.com. There you can find some incredible designs done by some outstanding artists to rock some incredible streetwear that you guys are absolutely going to love. And hey, if you just want a cool, chill place to be a part of a community to talk about the artists that I bring on this podcast, or just art in general, maybe you should consider joining the Postmodern Art Podcast Discord server, The Artist Sanctuary. We've already developed a good little community there with some fun people, and, you know, we'd love to have you be a part of that today. But now, without further ado, please enjoy the Postmodern Art Podcast. Just want to make sure uh-huh. that I do not butcher this whatsoever. Um, your name. Uh, uh-huh. Okay, I know that you probably uh-huh. pre- I, you, you prefer to go by, and correct me if I'm pronouncing this wrong, uh, Rennie or Rini? Yes. Okay, which yeah. one? Um, okay, so I go by Trinicia. Trinicia. That that's that's yeah. what, that was the part I was also going to ask about, because I only was going to do at least that for, like, the first bit, because I have a little, like, intro thing, you know, you do such and such, da, da, da. welcome to the podcast, Trinicia Harbor. So I just yes. wanted to make sure that I did not butcher that, but also how do you want to be addressed for the rest of the podcast? Um, you know, because Rennie is just, like, a nickname I use for some people, because, you know, not everyone's good with names, like me. I'm very, I'm very much a bimbo when it comes to people's names. <laughs> so, it's like, you can do Trinicia, or you can do Rennie, but, you know, Trinicia's fine. Okay. Yeah. Okay. See, I was, I, 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 when I saw your name, I was vaguely familiar with it, because there is someone that I actually went to college with. Their name is, uh, Anicia Be- Amnesia Delfour, I believe is how you pronounce her last name, but uh, also an artist as well. So it's like I saw that part of the name. I'm like, okay, I at least have a rough idea how to pronounce that part of it. I just wanted to be 100% sure before I just went all in and potentially butcher it. You know, I super appreciate it. Thank you, man. Either way, I think the worst thing I've ever been called was Trinica. Trinica? What the fuck? (laughs) Yeah, it was like, it was back in high school. It was during my psychology class. We had this teacher. She's doing roll call. And I always know when it gets to me because there's that pause, right? You're just like, oh boy, here we go. And usually they just say my last name, fine. But they tempt it and they say, Trinica Harbor? And then my friends were like, who? (laughs) And I was like, it's Trinicia, but you know, I'm here. So it's okay. It's okay. All right. (laughs) (laughs) It's okay. And welcome to the Trinica uh, Film Festival. I'm glad to have you here today. I did it, Ma. Trinica's here. Shit. I hope that's how they read at my funeral. They're like, Trinica. <laughs> my ghost is like, fuck yeah. Yes. And I, uh, then I haunt them. That's how go. I haunt people. That, that, that you haunt the people that mispronounce your name. Jesus. There would be, exactly. There would be so many ghosts if that was the case with how many unique names are out there in the world. <laughs> But that's a fun way to like summon a ghost. You're just like, 
it's like a game. It's like if you say their name wrong, you'll see them in the mirror at 12 a.m. So, you know, sleepover stories. <laughs> is that why everyone can see Bloody Mary? Their name is actually Bloody Marie or something like that? We've just been mispronouncing it this entire time. <laughs> yeah, because she just comes back to say, hey, man, I know you're trying. <laughs> I know. Listen. <laughs> She just comes back to correct them, and then she leaves. You know, it's like, it's like she you just had, has a bloody condition. It's like you had you had three opportunities because you said my name three times, and you butchered it every single time. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, exactly. So she comes back, and she's just like, "Hey, it's Bloody Mary," and you're just like, "Why are you bleeding? It's a condition." <laughs> I'm dead. What did you expect? <laughs> <laughs> exactly, Brood. Wait till you die. It might be oozing of God knows what. I don't even want to know. Anyways. <laughs> All right, Rennie, before we really get the podcast going, I must ask the icebreaker question of the podcast, if I may. Let's say you get to go to a desert island on your own accord. It's just you along with your thoughts. You get to kick back, relax, breathe. get to truly enjoy yourself for a little bit, you know? To help with this vibe that you may be going for, you can bring one piece of media or one piece of art with you to help, again, with whatever mentality you want to go with. If given this opportunity, what would that one piece be? Any media? Like, anything? Anything. Anything that you consider media or art. Just one piece of it. Could it be a DVD set? Absolutely. <laughs> if I had my makeshift TV made out of coconuts and bamboo and God knows what, <laughs> I would bring anything related to the Muppets, especially the Muppets Manhattan. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay. I mean, I kind of got figured that based on some of the art that you've produced, but I definitely want to divulge a little bit more into this all right off the bat. <laughs> what is it about okay. Muppets that just like creatively like... How did you find this nice, wonderful connection to one of the, you know, more fun properties out there in the world? Hey, so I first got into Muppets when I was itty, itty bitty little lad, just a wee little lamb, mm -hmm. once upon a time. <laughs> but um, it was when we first moved to Colorado. Uh, okay. I was born in Houston, and we just finally moved back to Colorado with my parents, and we were living with my great aunt, Linda, and... You know, since I didn't really have much stuff, you know, she had all these DVDs. And I remember one day you know, I was in the basement. It's not, it's like a finished basement with a couch and everything. It's not like a dungeon, but <laughs> anyways, right, right. I want to clarify. But uh, she put on the Muppets. And okay. I remember as a kid just watching just, you know, Kermit and them sing. And because, you know, during the really confusing because we were moving a lot and being little at the time i'm just like i am confused and scared but you know <laughs> watching the muppets it gave me this like comforting like i, I guess yeah i would say comforting feeling Aww. and i i remember it was I, I wish i could recall the vhs that she put in but it had the Manamana guy on it <laughs> so that was my very first muppet episode and ever since then i just I've loved anything with like suits and puppets because it always brings me back to like that safe little comforting space that I found within the Muppets. So it's it's just been stuck with me. Yeah, that's since. that's fair and that's valid, especially because in fact that one of the first ones obviously is just a classic phenomena. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so you know, and now every time I see it, I just go back to I have a ratatouille moment, and I'm like, oh, <laughs> Jesus. Uh, now, now you did single out specifically the Muppets Take Manhattan. What was it about that particular film in general? Is the one that you would bring with you? Um. Okay. So if it's not the first Muppet movie, because I absolutely love that one. That's you know you can never beat the classic. Right, but right. Out of all the Muppet movies, I would say Manhattan because uh, 
one, it has my favorite scene in there with Miss Piggy when she's chasing the robber down because he stole her purse throughout, you know, New York City Park. So that's hilarious. But then it's always the ending scene when her and Kermit are getting married in this song that plays. And it's just, I don't know, just having to see Kermit. (laughs) Okay, so sorry. So seeing Kermit just with his friends and just all the shenanigans that go on to Big City because I moved to the city, you know, when I first came to Colorado. So it's just, yeah. But out of all the movies, I would say story-wise, Manhattan has, yeah, I I would pick Manhattan any day. Well, there you go. That's that. I mean, it's it's certainly sweet considering the moments that are obviously in that one. I mean, that that's it's a good pick. I mean, you weren't gonna go wrong whenever you said Muppets in the first place. Just saying. <laughs> uh, I mean, for God's sakes, the the mascot that I have for this podcast is a Mister Moneybags. It's literally a, a Muppet holding money bags. So I they... saw. I was like, oh my, you have taste. I was so excited. <laughs> I was like, oh, someone who likes Muppets. Oh my, yes, let's go. Like I was so I, happy. I'm gonna give more like. I, of course, I love the Muppets, but I'm gonna give more of a shout out to my producer uh, or the show co-showrunner Tipsy J Hearts. Um, she was the one that actually like made the Muppet Mr. Moneybags Muppet Man in the first place. <gasps> That's so cute! Mm. Oh my god! Yeah, shout out her to her. Yeah, phenomenal taste. Like, 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 what it was is this is around time where. Um, I was starting off to make merch for the podcast, which you can buy right now at pmap.creator-spring.com. Um, <laughs> and, like, literally, I went to her and like, look, I love your art, so I just want you to just go crazy with it. I, come with me with a couple of designs. I will sell it on the shop. No hesitation. She sent one, which was, like, a, a little miniature me on top of, like, the, the, the title, Postmodern Art Podcast, like, it's a Broadway style, super duper cute, but then mm-hmm. she, she heard me talking, like, towards the end, I like to give my guests the dream scenario, and talk about, you know, hey, you know, let's say I'm Big Shot Mr. Moneybags, that, 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 she took onto that, she clung onto to it, she was watching, like, Puppet History at the time as well. Oh, yes! 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 <laughs> The culmination of that just led to the wonderful Mr. Moneybags I have been repping ever since. You know what? Mr. Moneybags got his money universe, like bachelor's at PU. He went to Puppet <laughs> University and he got his bachelor's in money and finances in entrepreneur. That's that's my story. And I'm yeah. rolling with it. You cannot stop me. <laughs> not only am I not stopping you, it's canon. It's canon now. <laughs> <gasps> what? Oh, my God. I do no, if you give me a cookie, I will t- I will take the whole bag. I will go ham with this puppet. I love this. Uh, How dare you? Stop it. How dare I? Oh, I am so sorry. But anyways, <laughs> back to the original question. Basically, anything Muppets, mainly the Muppets take Manhattan. That is your answer that you're bringing on with you with this dessert island. You're locking that in. Yes, I'm locking that in. Then if that's the case, I cannot think of a better way to start. The Postmodern Art Podcast. Welcome, everyone. I am your host, Nathan Ragland. Uh, feel free to like, share, subscribe, or follow whatever audio streaming platform you prefer. You can support the podcast on Patreon. Go to patreon.com slash PMAP. And follow us on Twitter and Instagram at PostmodArtPod for future updates and guest announcements, including today's guest. <clears throat> she is a storyboard revisionist and character designer with several fantastic designs on display, along with her love of history and spooky stuff and puppets. Welcome to the podcast, Trenicia Harbour! How are you doing today? 
I am wonderful. How about you, my good sir? I'm doing wonderful. Now that I'm actually getting a chance to sit down and talk with you, I know, once again, the wonderful co-showrunner, Tipsy J. Hearts, was someone that led me in your direction. Though I think I'd seen yourself somewhere once before. But I just, I love the art that you have on display. I definitely want to divulge a lot more into it because you've got some interesting stuff in the works. But before we divulge into what you're making, I want to go back just a little bit, if I may. I want to know more or less the origin story of Rennie. What got you interested in art and animation in the first place? Oh, gosh. Oh, man. I would just say cartoons. I was okay. stuck to the TV. Like, don't get me wrong. I played outside until I got mosquito bumps in places. I didn't know I got I can get mosquito bumps. But, like, <laughs> when, I, when it was TV time, I just, man, cartoons all day. And just, I just, honestly... I've been drawing as long as I can remember. Okay. I used to steal my sister's notebooks because we went to the same, you know, we're four years apart. So when we happened to go at the same school at the same time, I would steal paper from her whenever I could to draw. You know, like I remember the, the one drawing I will never forget I made was I drew myself as a mermaid marrying Sonic the Hedgehog, who was also half mermaid. And <laughs> Crash Bandicoot was, you know, he was making it official. It, it was just in my sister's notebook on a page you couldn't rip out. So it was in the back of the cardboard. So <laughs> I will never forget that. Was she pissed? Yes. But was I happy? Hell yes. So who's the real winner in that? You know? I, but yeah, I, um, I would say probably Mermaid Sonic in this case. I think they're the real winner in this one. He was the winner. I drew him and he had the best tuxedo. I spoiled him, you know, but... Um, <laughs> But no, I've, I've been drawing as long as I can remember. And, I, you know, it's just I, my mom likes to take credit. She's just like, hey, you got your artistic side from me. <laughs> and I'm just, I'm like, yeah, mom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah but yeah, uh, it's just always been in me blood. <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm glad it is certainly uh, been a major part of you, especially seeing how far you've been able to come along with it. And again, we'll definitely divulge into that. Do I just, I, I'm sorry, I just need to say that that drawing that you described, or what, I need like a modern redraw of it. Like if there are artists what? out there that are listening yeah. to this and want inspiration, make this a reality, please. Uh, you know, if anyone were to draw that, that would make my day. And I would want to print and I would frame it on my wall. There you go. And I, I will sign it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I think I have somewhat of an idea based on the stuff that you described, but I also want to ask, do you remember some of the first cartoons that like more or less captured your imagination? Yeah, you know if sorry, I'm trying to think of everything and I'm like, I think what I would like to say around that time I was watching I was watching a lot of Cartoon Network and a lot of Disney, like okay. Teen Disney. So, you know, I, you know, you hear it's just like, you know, because of Disney, of course, but like, I would say Cartoon Network, uh, Toon Disney type of thing. I know I already said that, but I just remember watching these cartoons and then I just get these like weird, fun adventures and then I would just kind of like draw them out, you know, when I could on a piece of paper I could find. That's awesome. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> I mean, especially because the fact that the the variety that those shows had, especially, I'm sorry, Toon Disney does not get talked about enough with some of the, like, cornerstones of childhoods that it has more than anything else. Oh my God. <laughs> it had a chokehold on me. Are you yeah. kidding? I was really a Nickelodeon kid. Like, I watched it, but 
<laughs> okay, so I was a weird kid. You know how you always have those friends who are like, I want to be slimed. You know, I want to be on the stage getting slimed. I always felt bad for those kids. I was like, ew, it looks gross. I don't want to be slimed. So as much as I watched Nickelodeon, I was more of a Cartoon Network, Dis- like Toon Disney kid. So, you know, if it's not, if it's not Nickelodeon, you're going to watch me, catch me watching, uh, you know, Eddie and Eddie, or yep. if it's in the evening, Darkwing Duck, because yes. the Hedgehog would come on. I had a schedule all the time before bed. So, yes. <laughs> oh, uh, that's, but... that's wonderful. Like, <laughs> thank you for bringing back such a, a treasured core memory of Darkwing Duck, because that was one of my favorites. Absolutely. <laughs> I love Darkwing Duck. Like, it an s-tier to disney show for me yes absolutely. i love it absolutely so i have to know obviously with that love for animation stuff like basically embedded from the start when did it go from just like a general love for art and animation to a passion and wanting to make it your career oh man i would say at first at, like around i didn't know what i wanted to do so Back around middle school, I knew I wanted to be a character designer, but I was like, for games, right? Despite me mm. loving animation. So, past Rennie was a little fool. But, like, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really finally accept it. Not that I was against it, but, like, I've... I finally accepted, I want to say, around high school, where I was like, you know what? Do it. I want to do that. I want to I want to make the cartoons and stuff on the TV. <laughs> I want to be that person. And so, you know, around after high school, went to RIMCAD, Rocky Mountain School of Art and Design. That is not a commercial. I'm just saying the name. Right, right. <laughs> um, I went there uh, and then, you know, got enrolled in everything. And but then um, kind of dropped out for a couple of years. So I was like, my brain's not ready for this, but I want to do it. Plus, my ha- my life got a little crazy around that time. So I recently went back 2018. But my point is, yeah, I didn't really finally finalize that idea that I wanted to do an animation for TV until freshman year of high school. <laughs> okay. Yeah, that's fair. That's valid. I mean, it's it's never the one thing I've always learned, especially when it comes to art. It's never just like a clear cut path on getting to your eventual end goal of where you eventually go to. Like you're going to go to some weird directions here and there. And yeah, you may not know immediately that you were going to go down the animation path, even though you love the animation, but Hey, you made it there, right? Yes. Yes. So it's the journey, you know, it's like, it's like you're in a van, you're just driving. You don't know where you're going. You just go to your destination. (laughs) And it's certainly been a hell of a journey. If I do say so myself, and I imagine you probably brought a few friends along, mainly some of the, uh, the the puppets that you loved growing up and like some of the vinyl toys see I, as i was doing my research for stuff i noticed that you love to say that you have an affinity for basically vintage stuff what is it about Ew. if i may what is it about just kind of classic vintage just memorabilia or stuff in general that again creatively just like fulfills you more than anything else oh my gosh i love vintage stuff not just not only just because it's cool you know but i would say art wise even if it's not like animation, I'll get to that in a minute. Mm-hmm. But like the stuff, my favorite things range from like mid forties to like mid seventies. You know, okay. like late seventies. Like that is like the whole timeline right there. Um, because the furniture and stuff back in the day, you know, and it was always just everything was just so colorful. Everything was so cool and colorful, and I feel like a lot of people had. And an imagination when it comes to innovation, you know? So, like, 
there's conver- we don't even have conversation pits anymore. That is so <laughs> bonkers. Like <laughs> what? I want a conversation pit. I do too. That's so cool. I, yeah, like you want to sit with your friends playing video games in a conversation pit, eating snacks and noshing? Like, dude, so crazy. But but I, I'm a person of like I love colorful things. I love color. Like if you see it in my art, I love color. So I love them for their color, and I love them for their fashion and their interior design, and especially their animation. I love UPA. Ah, I love, yes, love UPA. That like if it's not rubber hosed. Too, like UPA makes my heart sing. I just think, oh, I love it so much. <laughs> I actually uh, found back in uh, California a copy of Cartoon Cartoon Modern that art book. Ooh. So I was able to get my hands on it. I found it in the wild. So, uh, but yeah, I I just think when it comes to that, that's like I, that's where my creativity comes from. Is usually stuff from the past because I love history. So <laughs> you know what? that's that's fair and that's very valid. I will say. The, the fun thing about those, like, the, the UPA, UPA cartoons you're talking about or whatnot, like, goodness, those had, like, a unique charm to them with their, like, their their unique animation the, and the designs that they have. Like, goodness. It's like, I love simple things. And the fact they did so much with just so little. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, I, I appreciate that people realize that how hard simplicity can be, you know. Because growing up, DeviantArt days, they were just like, ew, simplicity. <laughs> yeah. But now, <laughs> now, you know, people who do try it, it is, it makes me happy because simplicity, you got to really think about shapes. And that's another thing I love shapes. Like, UPA has the funnest shapes. Like, oh my God. <laughs> I, I absolutely just, agree. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's just, there's just something about it. It's just so amazing. So I pull, that's why I pull all of my, creativity it's just from all that <laughs> there you go i was gonna say i i could be very wrong when i say this but i'm pretty sure the upa designs or whatnot is something that my uh the person that did my uh intro for this podcast like the video version and whatnot pretty sure he got inspiration from those cartoons and from those like designs oh. and whatnot because it, like i know for him he was talking about like having kind of like a 1950s like lounge-esque kind of style that you would see mm-hmm. for like some of those uh like the advertisements they would have back then with like the blocky designs or whatnot yeah <gasps> that makes me happy ah yes <laughs> sorry i'm about to like start doing backflips in his chair i swear <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it's very valid, especially like you were saying, like just the the in, the the intricacies and like the 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 beautiful colors, the wonderful designs or whatnot. Like just especially some of that vintage stuff. I've always had like a just a, a good fascination when it comes to that as well. So like this is stuff that like I'm always interested in, especially seeing the stuff that actually is able to survive from that vintage era or whatnot. Like seeing what's been able to last more than anything else. It always like fascinates <sighs> me. Because their stuff was made to last, you know? And that's what I really appreciate. Like, even refrigerators, they'll be like, this refrigerator is from 1952 and she's still working. And it's just like, yeah, Grandpa, I wish I had a refrigerator from 1952. <laughs> like, all the cute little drawers and it still works. Ugh, oh, my God, don't even get me started on that. <laughs> <laughs> Makes me mad. So mad. <laughs> I, I have to ask, I imagine being a fan of that stuff, I imagine you try to collect as much as you can do you have a particular like precious find that you've been able to to be able to actually hold on to since really going all in with vintage stuff 
Oh, I do collect some things, you know. Mm. Um, I do. I don't. I don't have my webcam on right now because I forgot to clean. Fair enough. Stupid. Valid. But um, uh, I have a. I think it's called an edible cookie Ooh. cake baker. It's like this little. It's from 1962, I believe, and it has like a little. It's like a little clown oven, and you can lift it up, like lift the top up. Okay. And it's supposed to bake like little cakes, you know. So I think that's the oldest thing I own. Uh, no, actually, that's a lie. I have this little plushie I just bought from <laughs> eBay, and it's from this person who found it at an estate sale. And it's from 1952. It's a cute little skunk, and it's an adorable oh. little plush. But uh, but no, I do collect when I can, and I know when I get my own place, it will be my own little time capsule of happiness. <laughs> Well, there you when go. Like my animation posters, yeah. <laughs> there you go. And I, I'm glad you also brought like the animation aspect because I imagine like having a love and affinity, and obviously studying the stuff from talking about the UPA animations alone. How much of that do you try to apply to your own art as well? Oh, a lot, a lot. Like I, UP is not my only source, but it is a big source of mm-hmm. my inspiration. But I do pull a lot of the like simplicity in the shapes. A lot of the um, colors and just and just the way they went about iconic designs a- again in the si- simplicity, you know. Because I'm my brain as an artist doesn't. I'm not very detailed, you know. Like you okay. know that whole thing where they're like close your eyes and imagine an apple. What type of apple would you see? Imagine a very not too simple, but it's not like a realistic apple, but it's like in that weird. Uh. Probably has some cell shading in there, you know, but okay. it, it's an apple. <laughs> but, um, but no, I would say I pull, and, and it's not even just UPA, I would say rubber hose, like tunes mm-hmm. I pull inspiration from, uh, some stuff from the 80s, I would say, like early 80s, like, um, Galaxy High and stuff like that. I, okay. I put into my art because I, again, I like different shapes and I like different, uh, things. So, uh, when doing something new, I always try to pull from those references. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, again, like, if nothing else, it's certainly good inspirations and a good foundation for some of the art you have been able to produce. And I mean, seeing some of the art you have out there has been absolutely outstanding for me. One of the ones that I didn't realize you did until I was doing my research, though, that actually took me by surprise. Did you do the cover for the Sky 2 Network album, Greetings from Sky Shores? Yeah, that was me. <laughs> yeah, that was me. <laughs> I guess that was me. I didn't realize that until I was doing the research, but I was actually blown away to to learn about this. How did you get an opportunity to do something like that in the first place? Oh gosh, you know I'm gonna just say that I want to say that's kind of luck because oh, really? you know we follow each other, we're mutuals, and uh, we've talked here and there. But um, I think from what I was posting, and at the time I think I was posting a lot of Animal Crossing and. I think I forgot what art I was posting at the time, but I remember him reaching out to me. Uh, He messaged me and was just like, hey, uh, are you open for a commission? I was just like, yeah, um, you know, just pins. You know, I was in school. I think this was, oh boy, I think this was my second year of college. (laughs) And, you know, he messaged me and then he just goes, yeah, so um, I'm looking for somebody to do an album cover for Animal Crossing and I really like your art. And I was wondering if, you know, he he asked me, and then I was like, holy shit. <laughs> I was kind of, I remember I was in, like, my my history class at the time, which is funny. So I was just like, holy shit. Uh, <laughs> I never thought I'd do a 
because I also collect records. You know, oh. I mean, that's not surprising. I do collect records. And um, so the fact that I was just like, holy shit, I could design a record cover? <gasps> so, you know, I <laughs> I accepted it. And I remember him telling me about the album and, you know, the theme of it and such. And then so I got inspiration from those old school uh, postcards, like the welcome to Idaho or welcome to Colorado type mm-hmm. of uh, postcards. And so I applied that to cover and that's how it happened honestly <laughs> i mean that that's cool nevertheless more than anything else i i'm glad you said that you collect records because i'm looking right past my light right here and of course i have my little stack of records right there that i have as well yes yes mm, uh, tc records yes, yes yes i was gonna say freaking i i have a lot more modern ones i guess like because you know vinyl's been making like more or less the comeback or whatnot but like even then like just the the quality that they have more than anything else like it's just masterpiece um <laughs> and, and, nah. uh, and obviously like the art is a major thing when it comes to a record so i can only imagine how much of a dream come true it was for you to be able to design an album i've had at least like one or two other guests on this podcast that have openly said <laughs> that they would love the opportunity to make an album cover more than anything else. So the fact that you got to do it, like, again, especially for someone like Scott Who Network, who does incredible covers and, like, incredible music oh, on their own oh chords. Like, goodness. Yeah, Scott, oh my god, his music is so freaking good, and he's just the sweetest guy. Like, oh. holy shit. He's super sweet, super funny, but his music, like, it is... Oh my god, the energy? Yes. Chef mm. kiss. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those, every single time, he knows the assignment, he understands the assignment, and he nails it every time. <laughs> he does. He does, and I'm like, I am so proud of him. He, I just, oh, I hope I get to see one of his performances in, like live one day, because, man, I would just, I love to support him that way, too. Yeah, absolutely. It's cool. <laughs> well, I mean, obviously, like, not only is it incredible that you love to support him, but, like, he also supported you as well, which has got to be like just an extra cherry on top by, you know, commissioning you to do that incredible album cover and some merchandise to go with it as well. Well, he did come to me asking me if I wanted to design merch, but sadly around that time, uh, I was doing finals and I was just like, bro, uh... I want to, but I can't. But, um, you know, if he ever needs anything else, I will more than gladly help since I'm done with school. You know, I'm not so hectic now. So, you know. Well, I mean, freelance. <laughs> well, I mean, st- still, that's got to be it, 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 like just being a, the opportunity to do that in the first place, let alone helping out a good friend. Like, again, it must have been more or less just like uh, it, it had to have been just incredible knowing that especially some of your own art is out there for the world to see for some something for something that people already love and appreciate as well. Like it has to be surreal. That's the word I was looking for. Surreal at the end of the day, they got to do that. It is. And then I saw someone take a picture of the actual thing in real life. And I, it just kind of really tickles me. I was like, I did that. You know, like sometimes I don't, I forget about it. You know, I have sat out of mind, but two, a couple of days ago, I saw a picture of it and I was just like, holy shit. It, it did give me a little emotional. I'm not going to lie. I was just like, <laughs> I got to design a record cover. Wow. You know, like, <laughs> you oh, but no. It, it is a bit of a surreal feeling. I'm like it's out there. there you go. That's cool. <laughs> so, so since you've done one, that makes you an experienced pro when it comes to making album covers. So, I I have to ask as well: if you were given the opportunity to make an album for any artist, who would you make an album cover for? Oh my gosh! Oh, uh, oh, geez, you're putting me on the spot. Oh, geez. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> um, 
does it does this person are we talking like a live person right i mean it, it's up to you either way like if there's like a mm. live person or like a dead person that you're like you know they have like a post humanist album because i mean like mac miller's produced like what five albums since he passed away i mean <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh man if you know what if i got to design a record for anybody i would say honestly elton john would Ooh. probably be one of them i know like I know he's like way up there but like if i had to like if i had to be like if i wanted to you know say if there was a goal if i really deep dived into record designing covers you know i would like gorilla elton john um there's this oh my gosh i'm putting it on the spot and i can't remember their <laughs> freaking name oh Describes I mean, he's called Mr. B. He, Mr. B. Yeah, his name's Mr. B, the gentleman rhymer. He's a uh, he does chap hop, and okay. I love his music because, yeah, which actually ties into something a little bit as inspiration. But uh, yeah, <laughs> I would I would love to design him a cover as well. <laughs> oh, there you go, there you go. I, hopefully, you'll get an opportunity to do at least one of them. I mean, more than anything else, um, <laughs> I. It's incredible knowing, like, kind of the opportunities that you've been able to have so far. Like, even just, you know, really going all in with this kind of stuff. Especially that. But I want to know more about an opportunity you're more or less trying to create for yourself right now. I want to get to the real meat and bone of this conversation I want to have. Let's talk about uh, Sunnydale, shall we? Oh, uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we can talk about Sunnydale. There you go. Okay, for those who have no idea what I am talking about, how would you describe Sunnydale? An experience. Okay, off to a good start. <laughs> yes, I would say Sunnydale is just an experience because if anything, if this were to really get picked up one day, I hope I, I pray and I hope and I hope and I pray one day. Um, if this were to get picked up, I can just describe Sunnydale as an experience because it would be a mini series, probably of thirteen episodes. Um, but yeah, I, I just. I just wanted to be an experience. You just sit down and enjoy the ride and see where it goes, you know? Okay. That's how you describe it. But again, how about this? What was, what is the concept of Sunny Dab? <laughs> Do you mean story-wise? Yeah. Or you mean, ooh, I can't, I can't repeal everything. Okay. No, I, I don't, I don't need you to tell me everything. Just, just give me the bare essentials, the bare, the bare necessities. Okay. I will say Sunny Dell is about a, wonderful city of course it's called sunnydale and you are following the sunnydale crew who happens to be jack and his friends well his sister molly and his other friends you got felix the flamingo you have like the rabbit who is also a doctor and you have sunny who is a uh he's a bobby mm -hmm. <laughs> and then my newest character summer she also helps make the music for the crew she's a bassist a hippie girl um and katie did He's the character I'm also working on. He's like a cute little, like he's like a Firefly character. But you haven't Aww. seen much of him. But I'm currently redesigning him. But it's just it takes place again in the city of Sunnydale, and you're following this group of puppet pals. I put it that way, and it's kind of like a fun, uh, I'm gonna say adventurous slice of lifeish, not slice of life. You know, it's an it's an adventure. You okay. know. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I obviously have to ask, what was more or less the oh. inspiration for Sun? Oh, wait, so you have more? Oh, yeah. Sorry. I was, <laughs> I'm ruining your podcast. No, no. Okay. You're, you're not ruining my podcast. This is as much as yours as it is mine. You could, <gasps> you could butcher up as much as you want. <laughs> it's my podcast? Yeah. Bullshit. How do you? <laughs> I'm kidding. No, but <laughs> um, it is a 
I will say it is a psychedelic musical. Okay. Of puppety funness. Let's put it that way. There you go. That, yes. that that's a great way to word it as well. As well as just flat out an experience. So I have to know what was more or less the inspiration for the experience. Oh, uh, okay. So I would say games like Bioshock, games like um, I would say We Happy Few. Um, I would also say sorry. I actually made a big mood board and can't remember everything that was on it. Oh no. <laughs> I just made a couple of months ago. But yeah, I would say the biggest inspirations for Sunita would be We Happy Few and Bioshock. Um, and I would also put, well, of course, Muppets. Well, Muppet characters. I want to say Muppets. Mm-hmm. Just like the Muppety type of puppets. Right. Um, and this would be, I'm kind of aiming this to be for more adults. Like, because we don't have a lot of fun, colorful shows that are pointed towards the older audience you know <laughs> no, i agree, so I agree. <laughs> yeah so it's uh that's why i would say those are the two biggest inspirations for sunnydale <laughs> I, I i just gotta say like just your little description or whatnot the dichotomy that's already present has me more or less intrigued because of course you have the the fun the the peppy cheery psychedelic you know muppet characters or whatnot and yet you're also bringing up the mentions of bioshock and we happy few which the last time i checked it's not exactly all sunshine and rainbows i don't know if that's just a hint or just a sneaking suspicion for what to expect but i love it already um <laughs> Well, you're just gonna have this spot, like, kind of just wait around and see. Oh, uh, okay, okay. You're 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 dangling the carrot. I get you. I gotta keep biting. I get it. Um, yes. <laughs> Take a bite. I I. How long have you been sitting on this concept more than anything else? This this idea more than anything else. Um, uh, you know, I would say Sunnydale's about six years old now. Oh wow. No. Yeah, I would say four, no, four years, four or five years going now. Because um, also, I just remember the other inspiration for it was um, Over the Garden Wall and in terms go. of story building. I love that stuff. So, <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I would say Sunnydale is about four or five years old. I remember just kind of uh, wanting to make a project and I was just like, well, what the heck am I going to do? Because I know I like puppets. And then so, <laughs> just, you know doing my little self-indulging and just i created these three characters and you can see they're really old designs on my twitter from like 2000 and oh gosh (laughs) (laughs) their designs are so old it's back there but yeah so i remember i just created these three characters it was clyde jack and molly and at first uh i was just kind of Doing designs, and I remember going to my best friend Mary Monster, just like, "Hey, bro, I need your opinion on these." And so we were kind of they helped me a lot with Sunnydale. I would I want to do a shout out to Mary Monster, uh, on Twitter, who's been also who's kind of like my partner in this. Um, yeah, so we always bounce back and forth between uh, each other with story, and some of the characters who are involved in the story belongs to them that they've helped create. So, um, so yeah. It's it's been an adventure, and it's kind of like my own little personal. Well, it is a personal project, but it's just like a. It, it helps me relax because then I go back to Sunnydale and just be like, well, you know, let's bounce ideas, let's kind of come up with, let's just throw sticky little sticky little hands at the wall and see what sticks and what doesn't, <laughs> you know. 
So <laughs> it's been a journey, but Sunny Dawn it still it still has a long way to. Oh, not a long way, but you know it's still growing. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a, it, 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 the, the journey's not over yet. It's still got a good way to go. We gotta figure out how exactly we're going to you know make this a unique experience at the end of the day. I mean, even then, like what little bit you have been able to tease out there, like I have just been intrigued with it since I saw some of those first um, designs more than anything else. Well, Holly, thank you. <laughs> I mean, I, 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 I know you kind of mentioned it way back in the beginning when it came to the icebreaker question or whatnot, but like the puppets aspect is probably one of the more unique things I just love about it. How important is it for you to have that as kind of more or less like the essential mood when it comes to this cartoon? Oh, very important. It is, it is very essential. If anything, I feel like if they weren't puppets, I, it would be kind of hard to, uh, go about Sunnydale the way it should, you know, I feel like the story, it, it would impact the story. Not that them being puppets is, you know, no, them being puppets is important. And so I, there wouldn't be any other way around it, unfortunately, you know, I couldn't do this with, I mean, I suppose I could, I suppose if I really wanted to, I could make them actual, you know, living breathing thing well i mean they are technically they breathe and eat and yep. do everything we can do but um yeah so them being puppets is very important <laughs> yeah. i mean more than anything else like you said you know if you really wanted to you could have made them you know humans or whatnot or just you know standard but at the same time like you also really wanted to make them puppets and like i imagine for like especially the mood and like i was talking about earlier with some of the things you're talking about the dichotomy that you're going to be introducing with this show more than anything else i can only imagine how integral the uh, the fact that they are puppets really like enhances the storytelling more than anything else. Yes, yes, Siri. <laughs> oh, but yeah, no. Um, the they've always started off with puppets, and it will. I will make sure it ends with puppets. <laughs> and of uh, sorry, I'm just trying to trying to put my words together, but yeah. I, I wouldn't have it in other way. If the if someone was just like, hey, yeah, can we like not have them as puppets? I'm like, you're a fool and a goon. Get away from me. <laughs> I, I I will say I'm glad you're providing like good adult adult content that is puppet based more than anything else. Because I mean, let's be honest with ourselves. The only like puppet based adult stuff that we have gotten is like Avenue Q, which is really good, and the Happy mm-hmm. Time Murders, which was eh. Yeah. So, I, I left feeling kind of satisfied. I was like, will I watch it again? Probably not, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> if I was really in the mood and wanted to binge nothing but puppets, then sure. Well, there you go. But I mean, even then, like, again, the fact that, you know, there isn't that much when it comes to that market or whatnot, and especially the fact that a lot of the Muppet fans of before have really grown up and, like, introduced their kids to this stuff or whatnot, I, mm-hmm. feel, I feel like you're tapping an unknown market that I really am excited about. <laughs> thank you yeah like honestly i mean who doesn't like puppets i remember i actually uh i went on a road trip in california around it was like a graduation vacation type of thing it was i was in cali for two weeks and we went to san francisco and we went to the jim henson exhibit and you know you see a lot of you see a lot of adults there of course you see kids but like you know everyone see these beautiful puppets from jim henson and my friend my best friend's partner who wasn't really into the muppets they walk in there to go you know I think I actually do like the Muppets. And it's Aww. just like, who doesn't like puppets, you know? <laughs> so I'm just like, I this is an untapped resource. And I'm like, you know what? 
BCB Sunnydale is a story that I want to tell. I like puppets and I'm going to put them out there. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Quick little aside. And I'm just asking this at this like Muppets uh, exhibit or whatnot. Did they have some of the like the how, how what were some of the oldest puppets that were there? Did they have like what was it? The the Milton's coffee like puppets there they as did. well? They did. They did. They did. <laughs> They were beautiful. Like I have so many. I, t- I swear, I think I took like over sixty photos in that place. I was getting everything, every video. I was like, yeah. like I was just eating like a little goon, you know. But um, yeah, they had the Wilkins coffee. Wilkins, there. there you go. That's what I was thinking. They of. did. They had the puppets there. They had um, Jim. I don't know if you ever saw the puppets, but there's these puppet sonas that Jim did of him and his uh, friends, like Frank Oz and them. Oh wow, I they didn't know about in- that. Yeah, they had them in there. Um, you know the worm from Sesame Street? I don't know if you remember. Yeah, the worm I remember died. the worm from yeah. Sesame Street. Yeah, so they had the worm, but they also had the big circus that the worm would do his little wormy stuff what? in. And I was just, yeah, like it was, they didn't have Big Bird, but they had a lot of the other ones, like uh, Count Count Dracula, and uh, they had Burton, Ernie, um, they had, they had Beakers, they had Bunsen, <laughs> they had a lot of good selection, but you know, you just go in there and you're just like, wow, I love puppets. And you're just like, damn right you love puppets. Yeah. <laughs> and I imagine you're trying to bring that same excitement of those puppets to Sunnydale in a unique experience more than anything else. Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, my water. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so I have to ask, obviously, you know, again, I know this is something that's kind of more or less in the works or whatnot, but if there's something you can reveal to the audience that you're excited for them to see, what is the biggest thing that you're excited about when it comes to Sunnydale? You know, you know how I said Sunnydale's an experience? Mm-hmm. I think that's what I'm looking forward to the most. Like, I just want people to just sit down and just see where it goes like i know people are going to be guessing and speculating and i know if you know me you probably know where it's going to go or whatever <laughs> or maybe you think you know but you don't know but i just want people to really experience the story and i want people to allow this type of media to entertain adults you know like i feel like no diss on anybody like i feel like just a lot of adults like adult shows rely on them being really crude and stuff you know right like which is why i like shows like bojack because you know for a story like bojack it does talks about real world stuff and you know but then i just i feel like not adult animation has to be really crude which i'm not against like you know i'm not to like you <laughs> no i'm not like that but i just feel like i just i guess me personally as an artist and storyteller is someone who just loves animation i just want something different you know so why not puppets why not colorful musical psychedelic puppets that is made for the the older audience i will say that like if you have little jimmy watching little jimmy's probably not gonna know what's going on because i saw nightmare on elm street at the age of three i love not (laughs) saying yeah like just just like an example you know uh, of like it's enough where most kids are probably just like I'm just gonna look at the pretty colors and not give any attention to anything else. What did they say? What's that word? I don't know. You know. <laughs> <laughs> but 
but yeah, I just this, I just kind of wish we had more of that type of content for adults, and I'm going to make it. <laughs> there you go. There you go. That's a good mentality to have more than anything else. Like, it's something that you want to see out yeah. there in the world more of. So just, just just do it yourself. Just do it yourself. Exactly. That was, that was the mentality I had whenever I started this podcast, if that helps anything. Yes. So there you go. <laughs> Is that you just you gotta make the stuff you want to see, and if other people want to see it, then well, howdy dingly, like yeah. you're gonna see it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because like for me, I I wanted to see the artists that I absolutely love get a lot more love and appreciation for people to truly be able to connect with them on a personal level, past you know seeing their art and then just moving on. That's why I want to dedicate at least an hour of their time for people to get to really know the artists that they love. Exactly. You're oh, you're so cool. I'm so glad I'm here with you. This is such a rat time. Yay! You are too, first, oh. firstly, you are too sweet. Secondly, if anyone is cool here, it is you for the incredible stuff that you are making. What? what? No! Hush! 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 You! You're all so cool. <laughs> but you can't disagree. Wait. But but you you're not disagreeing that you're cool as well. So there you go. I'll take my victory. <laughs> I will take my victory. <laughs> You know what? I'll let you have your victory because everyone should love themselves. Amen. Everyone should. Yes, exactly. Oh, you get it. Amen. Like a high five. You know what? I'm going to do an imaginary high five. There we go. There you go. <laughs> I made the clap noise for us. There you go. One second. I'll make sure that it captures on this microphone. There you go. Um, <laughs> but anyways, back to the conversation. <laughs> no, and it's like it. Like, hey, I, in fact, sticking with the conversation we were just with, like, it's cool what you're able to do, what you've been able to produce so far. Like, even, you know, just seeing the art you've been able to have a hand in more than anything else. Like, it has to be incredible just knowing that for as long as you've been going on this art journey or whatnot, like, what you've been able to produce. Like, does it ever amaze you, like, stepping back and being like, holy crap, I actually, I actually made this? I've actually developed this? Are you kidding me? I always have that revelation. Sometimes <laughs> I like go through my own art because you know I, dude, I have a whole box of old art in my closet from like elementary school. But anyways, like I look back at my old shit, and sometimes I look at the art I'm still proud of, and I'm like, I did that, you know? Like I did that. Like I'm still proud of the the Sunnydale lineup I did. So mm -hmm. it's just like I did that once upon a time. I couldn't do different body shapes, but here I am, just like doing all sorts of shit. So, dude. <laughs> Yes, I'm, I'm always so proud of, if anything, shocked. I'm shocked that sometimes the stuff that I produce, but I'm always proud of myself. And um, I think it's good for people to be proud of what they produce. There so, yeah. I, mm -hmm. I say there you go. <laughs> especially, especially like even thinking back to the art that you have made or whatnot, just think about how far you have left to go. Like how far you you're developing more stuff, more and more every single day, especially with Sunnydale, which oh. I cannot tell you how excited I am for Sunnydale. Oh. Seriously. Oh my God, dude. That means so, oh my God, that means the world. The fact that there, I've had people come to me like, bro, I, what is Sunnydale about? I'm like, oh, yes. well, I can't tell you much, but I could just like, you know, give you a little bit of crumbs if you like, <laughs> like, I can, I can do, like it just, like, if I could just, it, uh-huh. No, no, no. Please. I was going to say, like, part of the reason why I wanted to have you on this podcast so I can try to pry that head open a little bit and try to peer inside your brain to figure out what exactly Sunnydale is. But, like, even ah. then, like, even then, like, the era of mis the air of mystery that you kind of evolved with this so far and the, the little the, the teasing and, and toying that you are with your audience or whatnot, I guess it's going to keep us coming back no matter what. So I think you're doing something right. Um. <laughs> Thank you. 
I'm trying. You know how hard it is? Sometimes I just want to say what it's about. And just be like, hey, here's the whole thing right here, beginning to end. Even though I don't also want to mention what it's about because it's development and things change over time. And maybe one day when it's, you know, you know, I will say one day that it's done and it's out in the open. Everyone's seen it. I will lay out anything y'all want to ask me. Some things maybe <laughs> I'm like, you're going to have to rewatch it and find out. But like, honestly, those that's the time where I'm like, all right, we, gather up my goons. I will tell you everything. So I, I <laughs> if I say goon a lot, it's because me and my friend have like, we've all called each other the goon squad. <laughs> like, you know, like the little henchmen that you see from like Beauty and the Beast, yes. like the little goons. Yes. Yes. That's why I keep saying goon. <laughs> So, you know, but yeah, uh, it makes me excited and it sometimes flabbergasts me, not in a rude way. I'm like, it's just, wow, people are interested in this and well, shit, I got to deliver. <laughs> I mean, I think just as long as you keep up with it and keep putting it as much love and passion that you've been putting in it, even just the little bits that you were able to talk about, I could tell there's a lot of love and passion going into this project more than anything else. If you just keep that up. People are going to love it. I promise you that. They're going to see the love and passion you put into this, and they are going to absolutely recognize just how incredible of a concept and how incredible a show it's going to be. You're making me gasp. <laughs> but no, thank you. Like, seriously, that means a lot. Like, the fact that it's, I have some of my, like, my industry buds, mm -hmm. you know, my just my friends in general, just the fact that every time I mention Sunny Dogs, I don't talk about it a lot. But, you know... It's just, if I talk about it, I get into my little moods, but the fact that when I do talk about it, people are interested to actually be like, hey, so I'm going to ask you a few questions. I'm like, oh, you're asking me questions? <laughs> oh, calling me! <laughs> but, um, and, uh, I, I, I like to think back to little Rennie, and I'm just like, little Rennie, you're going to have a fun thing going on, and then she's going to look up and be like, oh, oh, jeez! And then, you know, <laughs> I'm rambling. No, no, no. Ch ch hey, this is a podcast. You are more than welcome to ramble. All right. I, I'm more than oh, okay, encourage sweet. it. <laughs> okay, sweet. All right. So buy our mixtape behind Denny's when this is done. You know, it's the extra ramble edition. I'll throw it in for free. It's all good. But now. Yep, for now. <laughs> yeah, for now. But no, Sunnydale is. Um, I have another project I'm working on on the side that's like a little break away from Sunnydale. Right. Um, which I could talk about more later. I haven't posted any art of it yet, but okay. um, I will mention that I plan on doing Sunnydale shorts sometime in the near future next year when things get out. Because, you know, I have, I'm planning on moving to Cali. Okay. We're moving to Pasadena. So okay. I'm once again situated and i'm all finally comfortable in my little baby chair i will get my team of goons and we will well actually when i say this my friends want to help me out but mm -hmm. seriously um i will be making sunnydale shorts that is the plan um you get to know the characters a little more a little slice of life little fun infomercial fake commercials probably of sunnydale <laughs> so uh like if you're if you were to watch a commercial while living in Sunnydale type of things too. Right, so right. yeah, behind the scene character fun stuff. So I have a I have a blog made for it, like a little indie group thing. I haven't Ooh. posted about it yet because I'm still working on it. Okay. Because <laughs> it used to 
It used to be an old block, so it still has other old stuff on it. But I will post it soon. But yes, I will be making Sunnydale shorts in the near future. <laughs> Once again, you're only giving me like I've said this before with other people's projects, but you're only giving me like basically little crumbs of information. But I am lapping that up every I- individual taste I can get because by God, that it, it it makes me excited to see what's going to be happening. And I this is going to be an obvious question, but I can only imagine how important is it for you to make sure that Sunnydale like gets produced to fruition, like it it becomes a legit physical thing at some point. I would say, if I had to be completely honest with you, very important. Not that, not that I couldn't go indie. Not that I'm saying that, yeah. but I feel like the things I do want to do with Sunnydale, I feel what I will be. I feel like I'll be able to really paint the full picture in the way I want to with that, you know, that production company money, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um. But no, it, it's very important for me because, to be honest, I want to make it, I want to be a director one day. You know, okay. I want to be a director one day, but I'm starting from the bottom. I like, so, you know, revisioning right now, which I do enjoy a lot. Yeah. So no rush in becoming a director just yet. But um, I want, you don't, okay, I'm going to say this. You don't see a lot of black female directors mm-hmm. out there, you know, you really just don't. And I be one of them to make it for others you know not saying that there aren't but i want to help make a way for others to be able to also cross that path so sunnydale being a very important passion project of mine i want to i want it to make it so others can make it so i i want to help also lift other voices too you know because i have people who are helping me lift mine but I also want to be there to make sure I can help lift others. Because I want, because, you know, I have a niece. She's like nine. She's, oh my gosh, she loves art. She's sewing. She made a dog out of old socks. <laughs> if I, show, I will show you a picture later. She's such an artistic kid. She just joined an art club just Aww. this week. And I'm so proud of her. And like, every time she comes over, she plays, like, she draws on my iPad or my, or my like, my Q-on, you know. I let her. Of course. And right. she just, and if she ever wants to go that animation route, she, I want her to be like, hey, my aunt did it and I know I can do it. So it's like, I guess it's more about not just me, but the people after me, you know? Like, I just want there to be more voices from POCs. So I, I'm like, if I ever do make it, I hope I'm blessed to ever make it. I do want to help lift others. I will hold their hand like people held mine. <laughs> so that is why Sunnydale, I want to make it. It will be a mini series. It mm-hmm. will be an episode, I want to say 13 max. You okay. know, nope. It's not a go one season, two season. It's just a one season, 13 episodes, you're done. <laughs> well, Maybe, you, you know, I would love to do many episodes of Sunnydale here and there, of course. But yeah, it's. It's very important to me. <laughs> well, I mean, I can certainly tell. Like, obviously, like just the concept alone was already like a lot of love and enthusiasm. I could tell went to that, but knowing more or less like how important it is, not just for you, but for the industry as a whole, and especially those such as yourself to want to be in this industry and truly elevate the 
level of quality in the industry more than anything else. Because I think if given the opportunity, like if given the opportunity, I think you can do some incredible stuff. Just hearing the amount of love and passion you have just for this concept alone. But like, I think, I think you could truly elevate any animation studio to a whole different level, just being involved. And especially if you're one of the people in charge directing leading things in the right direction, I think you deserve the opportunity at some point. Oh, you're going to make me cry on your podcast? <laughs> Stop it! They can't hear me sniffling and oozing out of my own holes. Like, gosh, but no, seriously, man, that, that seriously means a lot. I I think, yeah, I, I, I wouldn't mind if it didn't make it to production because, you know, whatever, but... Yeah. Any other project, fine. But Sunnydale, I want that to go the distance. Exactly. And one way or another, whether it is indie or with studio, I can only imagine you wanting it to, to go as far as you want it to go. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. So, yeah, I in you know what? In my heart, I think it will make it. One day, I don't know. When soon? I don't know. But until now, until then, I will just enjoy the ride until it gets there. Well, there you go. Well, how about for this next question, if I may... I could potentially uh-huh. give you the opportunity to make a reality because for this next question, I want to give you more or less the dream scenario. Let's <gasps> say I am big shot. Mr. Moneybags, the wonderful little Muppet oh. man that we talked about earlier, graduating, yes. fr- graduating from PU with a uh, bachelor's degree in finance. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> let's say I'm yes. big shot. Mr. Moneybags. I come up to you. I'm like, look, Rennie, we know you can do some incredible stuff. We've seen the, the little bit you have, and we, we think that you just need more or less a little bit of a push to help really get you there. We have access to anyone and everyone in the industry and more money than there should be possible. We should probably be financing a bunch of brand new animation studios to give more people opportunities to work or whatnot. We'll focus on that later. For now, we're focusing on you and you alone. If given this opportunity, what would be the dream Trenicia Harbor project? Oh man. Ah, I just like just money and everything included, like a full ride. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I t- <laughs> I'm going to say it. Sunnydale. <laughs> that is, I listen, <laughs> there's a lot I want to do with Sunnydale. And okay. I, I feel like there's a lot I could get away with it being a short series because mm-hmm. it's not a long story. But the things I want to do with Sunnydale, like I want, like there will be music, of course. And there's people who I want to help write the music, right? And like, I know this is kind of silly. Not maybe, this is not silly. But like merchandise wise, I will love to make vinyl records for Sunnydale. Yes. The music is very much important part of Sunnydale. It's not like Broadway. It's more like your bands, your psychedelic music type of thing, your basses. Like, I want, and I want to hire an actual band. There you go. You know, I want live, like, there's nothing wrong with electronic music at all. No, no, no. Music is delicious in all form. Yes. But for Sunnydale, I would love to have a live band, probably, hopefully, the make-believes from, uh, they're, they're a music group that helped make music for We Happy Few. Okay. Um, and I was like, if I had, if if I was kissed upon like a little wee baby and blessed, I would like I would like Elton John to do one song, <laughs> just one song. But that's just one little inky bitty one. <laughs> um, <laughs> and you know the animation because it's gonna be very fluid. It's gonna be not not like it's gonna be hand drawn. I'm not gonna be like it's going to be on paper. It's just like which is not important, but. 
it's it's very it's very fluid it's very lively there's musical numbers like with dancing there's memes there's the colors just there's just so much with sunnydale i feel like with the right amount of money oh my god are you kidding me we're all gonna have a good time like i will make sure you have a good time <laughs> and i want to hire there's like there's people who i thought about for voices okay i haven't like for for instance i will say miles luna was my biggest inspiration for Jack in there terms of voice. Like watching, I remember I was watching Camp Camp when I was designing him anyways. So Miles Luna being one of them, probably for, or or Alex Brightman for Jack, okay. of course, because of the energy. And I, and then I have one for Felix. I have a couple for Felix, but I'm, like I said earlier in your podcast, I'm a very bimbo with names. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, I would say if 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 I had that opportunity, Sunnydale hands down, no questions asked, I would be able to do everything I have ever wanted to do. And then we could probably at some point maybe actually use puppets in some segments. There Real you puppets. go. Maybe at some point. I don't know. No, Rennie is crazy and maybe wants to do stop motion in some scenes. Who knows, Ooh. right? Like, I won't say what, and I won't say what it is, <laughs> but... There's just so much, again, like experimental animation would be definitely part of it for that psychedelicness and other scenes that can help elevate the story. Definitely that money would help. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Trust me. I, I'm I'm pretty sure with the more you describe it and how much you're going to invest in it more than anything else, I'm pretty sure every penny will be worth it. Oh, thank you. Oh, my God. You're so nice. Ever since <laughs> I came in this fucking podcast it's just been <laughs> smiles with me you the demon you making me smile and stuff i'll get you i'm sorry that you know i try <laughs> to to elevate incredible artists okay if, if that makes you if that leads you to have a smile the entire time i think um, i'm doing something right you know <laughs> well i'm having a fan fucking tastic time my guy well, like i'm glad you are I, I mean again that means i'm doing something right right <laughs> you are totally righteous in my book and i love it <laughs> But sadly, I might have to bring down the vibes with this next question. Uh, sadly, we got to get down yes. from the dream scenario. We got to get back to reality. And I'll ask the ever okay. so generic question. Where do you hope to see okay. yourself, say, five to ten years from now? In a city job okay. in the industry, making a nice income where I'm comfortable, mm -hmm. uh, living on my own with a dog. In a nice bathtub. There you um, go. Um, having some good snacks and just living life, honestly, just helping tell the stories wherever the journey takes me. There you go. That's where I hope go. to be. Yeah, because I, I didn't realize, I didn't emphasize this earlier, but like you talked about it for a little bit. You've only just recently like graduated when it comes to animation. Like you're only like really starting to go like headfirst into this industry. Like it has to be both like exciting, but also like almost nerve wracking to finally be able to be a part of this. As I laugh nervously. <laughs> oh boy, it is exciting. I'm like, oh boy, who's gonna take me? Where am I gonna go? But also at the same time, I'm like, oh geez, okay, I'm I'm starting. I feel like you know what it feels like. It feels like that feeling of starting high school, freshman year, and you're walking through the auditorium, and all the seniors are like, boo, but no one's really booing you. It's just like that daunting feeling of, oh god, I'm with the big boys. Oh she's I'm scared, Scoob. And Scooby's like, ready. So, uh, that's the feeling I get right now. It, but it, 
it's exciting. I will say it's more exciting than anything. It's daunting, daunting because I'm like, oh, geez. Okay. Well, this is happening. I've talked about this for years. Mm -hmm. It's happening, but it's also exciting. So I'm like, it's finally happening. You know, it's just like, I did it. You know, like I didn't, not that I landed a job just yet, but I, which I'm not too worried about because, you know, I, I let the universe take me, but there you go. It's the fact that when I do land one, it's going to be incredible. And I'm so excited. Whatever show I'm a revisionist on, it's it's going to be a learning experience. Any production I'm on, I will take it as a learning experience for my own adventure. <laughs> well, there you go. There you go. It's a good mentality to have more than anything else. Um, especially like really going into a a very interesting industry, especially the past couple months. Looking at you, Warner Brothers Discovery. <clears throat> oh, uh, my god. oh my yeah. god! What is going on? It's like it's like you're looking. It's like your neighbor. You know what it feels like? It, feel? it feels like your neighbor. <laughs> your neighbors are the are crazy. They have shit on the lawn. Like I don't know, a burning tire, a washing machine that somehow works. I don't know, it's some random junk they probably found, and they're just screaming. And you're walking outside in your robe, and you're sipping your coffee, looking over the hedge, and you're just like, "What the family doing over there?" And it's just burning more, and you're just like, "Ah." Burning, I see. Oh, hmm. It's like you're looking over, look. looking over, you're just like, uh, I'm sure they're fine. <laughs> yeah, you're just like, oh, but you know, you know it's bad and you don't want to panic. So you're just like, I'm going to turn this way and just kind of not freak myself out because, yeah. you know, the neighbors are scaring me. And God damn it, I feel so bad for all those people. Like, oh, I, oh, Warner me. Brothers, what are you doing? How is one man destroying a hundred years worth of history in just a matter of two years and speed running it in months? I don't, I don't understand. I don't understand. Oh my God. <laughs> like, I, I talk about that with my friends. I'm like, this is a speed run. No, no Jesus fucking joke. Like, especially just, just, just how much has been like either canceled or like fucking, you know, they, they shipped elsewhere or whatnot. And yeah. the, the only, and like, you know, pushing back certain movies or whatnot and only releasing like two of this year. One of them being the most controversial movies because of all the behind the scenes BS has been going on. Like, that was the funniest news. I'm like, you fucked up so bad that you can only release two films and they're not even your most promising. Yeah. Oh, buddy. Oh, that's rough. Like I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure the only reason why they're going to release one of them is because it's black Adam because it's Dwayne, the rock Johnson. I mean, yeah, it's a face. It's it's the celebrity phase. Who doesn't love The Rock? You know, they're just like, you guys want to see The Rock, Dwayne The Rock Johnson? You're just like, I guess, yeah, sure. I pick it over that movie, but sure. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so just, and it's so sad. I'm like, you crushed your biggest money makers. Like, what is wrong with you? Oh my goodness, and, and like especially just like seeing all the stuff that's been going on with the the people behind shows that have been pulled from HBO Max, <laughs> the the stuff that was in development that they're canceling or whatnot, it it kills me every single time I see something new. <laughs> it's it's so bonkers. Like so far, I had no friends affected so far, and I'm just like so blessed for them. I'm just like oh thank God. But like, holy shit, everyone else, I what is I'm like. I feel like every time I read something, I have to blink and kind of yeah. process it. And I'm like, this is really happening. And it's so sad. It's so sad. Like, it's so sad for the artists, but it's so funny for the 
dude in charge. I'm like, you did this. You did <laughs> and, this. <laughs> and, and did, I'm sorry. I'm sorry we're divulging into this like way too much no, at this point. Not. But I just got to say, no, did no, you no. already see the report that people are already speculating that Universal is going to buy that <gasps> burning pile of mess in like two years? <laughs> mergers it's a mer- they're like i feel like it's, i'm like i'm watching an abomination try to like transform mm. with itself like you know how you have vegeta and goku and like <laughs> their sons who like do the like transformation thing and then they're like one entity i feel like this is just going wrong yeah I feel like they're trying and they just keep mutating and it's just what it bro stop it, it was like stop killing yourself it was like the first time they tried to do it and they turned into like the the, the fat kid or whatnot for like <laughs> one go that's what it feels like and i'm like wow wow this is this is dumb (laughs) every time i see that i'm just reminded of do you know the comedian adam conover i've heard i've heard sorry adam ruins everything or whatnot um yes okay he he was sadly a victim of his own like merger whenever like the people behind true tv or whatnot like merge with someone else or whatnot and every time there's a new merger he pops up like hey this is why merger sucks because they gotta do this and this and this and they don't care about this and this and this and i'm like it's like thank you for doing your job adam i appreciate you (laughs) love you thank you for getting more dread dude this exactly and you know like i said at this point we're just kind of watching it burn i'm like God damn it. All this talent. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. So sad. But, but it's okay. I mean, I mean, uh, I, there, there's other I mean, studios. I mean, Cartoon Network's still a thing. Disney, Netflix, yeah. when they care. Um. <laughs> <laughs> when they care, yeah. Oh, my God. Speaking of Netflix, I have a friend named Emmeline. Mm-hmm. I feel so bad for her. I'm going to, you know, Emmeline Wright, Twitter, check her art out. She's super sweet and super righteous. If you like spooky stuff, check her out. There you go. Um, she is she actually made it to i think almost the final round of the trainee program so yeah and she's so excited but with all the news going on she's just like bro i finally almost made it and all this shit's happening (laughs) so i dude like she keep like okay you know before all this shit started burning she was so excited she's like guys look it's happening and we're like yay and then now with everything crumbling she's like am i still gonna make it and i'm like bro i believe let's i'm gonna believe for you dude let's hope we make it at this point (laughs) exactly it's it's like me whenever i'm driving my old pt cruiser oh let's hope we make it i just need to at least make it let's get there and then we'll focus on that everything else afterwards it's Exactly, and I'm just like, oh man, what a what an interesting time to get in the animation. Am I right? <laughs> uh, you're telling me. But oh, as, a matter, as a matter of fact, like this whole entire talk about animation, and especially the importance of it, that actually leads into more or less the last question that I have for today's interview. Um, <gasps> yes. Obviously, you've deeply entrenched yourself when it comes to art and animation on all sorts of different fronts and all sorts of different aspects. So I have to ask, how important is art, not just for you, but for the world as a whole? I'm going to need you to repeat yourself one more time. Sorry, Discord did a thing, and I was like, how dare you put this question? Yeah, That's that's fair enough. How important is art, not just for you, but for the world as a whole? It is very important. I... I feel like passion wise, it is what I want to do. And I know despite everything going on, I know the industry can be rough, but like, I want to just 
tell stories. If not myself, I want to help tell those who do make it, you know, like if those who do are able to make it to tell their story, I want to help them lift their voices to help them produce the story that they want, you know, and I, it's very important, you know, like my niece, she loves art and my mom, she's a fashion designer. My sister, she designed shirts um art runs in my family on my mom's side well i guess dad's side too because he's more musically inclined when it comes to art um but nah art is very important and i feel like without art it would just it'll make us dull wouldn't it it just it wouldn't it's like eating gray mush you don't know what's in the mush but if you put some colorful stuff on the mush you're gonna want to eat it you know and i feel like we as artists make things easier for people who are not in it you know like with betty boop like the rubber hose when they first started it was just entertainment for adults like cartoon you know of course cartoons not for kids you know it's a it's a type of art it's a medium to tell a story you know Mm -hmm. and we we hope i you know here's my philosophy i feel like art makes the world go round it makes life easier and even if you're like, I don't watch cartoons, they're for kids. And you're like, yeah, 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 yeah. But you like watching Disney sometimes, hush. <laughs> and it's, it's the moment where they do watch, you know, a, say a cartoon in their in their definition. They love it, you know? Like, there's so many people who, including a lot of adults who love Bluey, because, yeah, it's for kids, but it's a lesson for adults. And it's adults can relate to it and i feel with animation it's like i like describing animation as a animated storytelling which i know that's is but it's just like you're reading a book right it's like you are imagining it in your head right right instead of using real people we are creating everything from scratch within our brain to bring it to life and that's why life's important to help keep that creativity alive in some way shape or form even if it's just a little a little goes a long way and so you know we things may be gloom and doom right now and it's hard it's real hard right now but i do believe in my heart we will be okay in the end i feel like once some things may need to crumble for it to get better you know and as as much as that sucks to hear i feel in the long in the long run we could be ha- we could have new stuff but you know out of all the indie stuff going on right now we could have a new studio pop up from that like how cartoon network and them did back in the day you mm-hmm. know it's just I, I guess that's what it feels like i guess it's like we're in a cartoon animation great depression <laughs> And we're only we're just rebuilding everything from the ground up. But yeah, all in all, art's very important, and we're gonna continue to keep it that way. And no matter how and what we do, <laughs> I <you>. rambled. <laughs> <laughs> did I not say I earlier? I encourage you to ramble. <laughs> I did it. I did it for you. <laughs> Well, I appreciate that, and if I do say so, I think that is wonderfully worded, if I do say so myself. Um, Thank you, man. 
Rinny, that is all the <laughs> that, <laughs> that is all the questions that I have for you. Um, I've already showered you with a whole bunch of praise, but I want to shower you with a little bit more because it's my podcast. <gasps> I do what I want. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> look, Rinny, I I knew from the start that I definitely wanted you to have on the po- Definitely wanted to have you on the podcast more than anything else. Just seeing the art Aww. you were able to present and seeing the the fun, unique flair that you kind of brought to it, the the unique little concept or whatnot. I knew I wanted what? to just talk to you and really like divulge into your mind and truly get to like understand where you're coming from with this stuff because you bring a lot of interesting and unique ideas to the table when it comes to just art as a whole um getting the chance to really sit down and talk with you getting to really feel your energy more than anything else oh this i i I don't know i don't know what expectations i really had with this interview but you greatly exceeded them immensely all right like it this was yes yes absolutely you you it has been wonderful to get to really know you it has been wonderful to know where you were coming from and if i wasn't already excited before for what you are producing or whatnot, I am more than amped right now for every single step you're going to be taking from here on out because I definitely want to see you succeed and do incredible stuff, especially with Sunny Dale, but just in general. I want to... I am ecstatic to see where you go from here. So the long and the short of it, more than anything else, I just want to say thank you for what you do. Thank you for putting in the time and effort to put yourself out there like this. I... I am sincerely excited to see where you go from here, and I sincerely hope you get every incredible opportunity possible. So thank you. God, and you did it. You're making me all misty-eyed. <laughs> Jeez, Scoop. Oh, no, seriously, that oh, – sorry. I, I've i always wanted to do a podcast, and you've just, I've just scratched this off of my list. You've been fan-fucking-tastic, my guy. <laughs> A whole hour has just been like honestly, I could do like a three-hour podcast with you if I really <laughs> wanted to. Like this is just the, your energy. We're just bouncing, just like a little bunch of squeebs. And I I love it. It's- Hey, you no, know, is- if, if you want us to like start like a separate podcast or whatnot, like we could do like the, the sunny oh. cast or whatnot or something along the lines of that. Like, oh, I, I'd, I'd be more than happy to do just like oh. random, like just bullshit podcasts. Why not? <laughs> oh my god, hey, hey, you don't throw ideas because that's dangerous. You're giving this. You see my icon? Look at me. (laughs) Look at me in my tired rat eyes. I'm going to run with this idea. I swear to God, like a little rat. (laughs) Keep in touch. We can definitely make some stuff happen. Uh (laughs) Yes. Yes, we will. Yes. I definitely, I, I definitely gotta bring a, we definitely gotta bring Tipsy on board for it as well because I know the <gasps> energy that she could bring as well is something totally different. Oh shit, dude, yes. You know what? If we, I'm down. Okay. I, let's just say I'm down. Yeah. Okay. I'm well, down. It's something that we'll, we'll work on it. How about that? We'll, 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 we'll yes. construct this idea. We'll make this a reality. <laughs> yes, we will just, we'll just see what sticks. We'll throw it to the yeah. wind and see what comes back. <laughs> But if nothing else, I'm glad that I could be the the first podcast opportunity because I can tell you right now, you were an incredible guest to have on. Thank you once again for your time and being here. Yeah, man, anytime. And if you ever do, if you ever want me back, I'm down. Hey, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. If you decide to keep developing more with you know Sunnydale and whatever this side project is or whatnot, you have an open invitation to come back on here. (gasps) Oh, finally. 
I can, I can, I'm gonna steal it. I'm gonna steal your podcast. I'm gonna call it the Sunny Podcast. And they're gonna be like, what happened to the other dude? I'm like, what other dude? It's always been okay. me. Oh, oh, okay, okay. This is where I'm about to put some limitations here when it comes to this stuff. Like, like, I, I, I appreciate you coming on the podcast. And yes, this, is, this episode is as much your episode as it is mine, or whatnot. But this is my baby. You stay away. <laughs> oh no! Oh jeez! Oh jeez! You're right. You know what? You're right. I crossed the line. I, it just, I really just wanted it. I, well, I'll tell you what. We'll, 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 we'll get your own podcast. We'll, we'll make the, we'll, we'll get this nice and set up and we'll get you working on it. We got this for you. Okay. Oh my God. Well, thank you. Thank you very much, my good man. Thank you. You are most certainly welcome if I do say so. Indubitably. Um. <laughs> For those who may not, for those who may not already be following you and showcasing the the love for yourself like I have been, go ahead and plug yourself for the people at home. Oh, sorry, I was like me. <laughs> uh, oh, I thought you were doing like an outro. My brain did a thing. Ah, uh, you'll know okay. when I did the outro, but <laughs> <laughs> like I don't know what my brain just did. Okay, so I plug myself in. Okay, yes. well, if you want to follow me or see what I'm up to or see any. Sunnydale shenanigan wagoness. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Trinity, and I think my Instagram. Oh gosh, I'm ruining my own clip, my own thing. <laughs> uh, Trinity Tune on Instagram. But yeah, until then, uh, one day on YouTube soon. So yeah, go. until then. Hi. <laughs> if nothing else, definitely keep your keep, definitely, if nothing else, keep your uh, ears close to the ground for the eventual sunny cast. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes. Do you have any final words before we sign off? Um, anything? Well, I would say that anyone who does listen to this and is struggling with their own projects, and you're just like, "But I want to make it now. I want to animate it now." And you're like, "Bro." Just relax. Just enjoy the ride with your own project and watch it grow. Because nothing is better than watching your project grow and comparing your first designs to now. And it's just like, wow, my babies, (laughs) they're in college now. So just enjoy the ride. Don't ever feel pressure to need to put your stuff out there. There's always going to be other people posting your stuff out there before you. And something may be similar. There's something I'm struggling with right now as, as it is. But just do it anyways your voice will make a difference and just be patient with yourself that's i will say this as someone who's learning patience with myself patience my child <laughs> just treat it treat it well kiss it good night <laughs> <laughs> you want to laugh <laughs> <laughs> those are wonderful words to end on and if I do say so myself all I have left to say is for the people at home hasta luego amigos
Thank you so much for sticking around to the end. If this is your first time listening, I greatly do appreciate it, and I sincerely hope you enjoyed. Uh, Trinicia was a fucking incredible guest. <laughs> Jesus, the energy that you brought, Trini. I, I just, oh my god, you are incredible. I fucking love that. And good lord, I am excited for whatever interactions we have next. <laughs> No, it was fun. I, I greatly do appreciate you taking the time to do this. This this was a great experience. I'm just excited for you guys more than anything else. With some of the guests I'm bringing on and some of the things that I have planned, the things I want to do more than anything else, I'm just excited for you guys. Because I got some great stuff in the works. I got some great guests. <laughs> oh, you guys are going to fucking love it. Just straight, just straight up. Like, hopefully today's episode was a good example of that. But, man, it's 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 going to be some fun. It's going to be some cool stuff. Uh, I don't really have much for you guys today. You know, it's been kind of... Things have started to calm down a lot on my end, thankfully. And hopefully things are going well for you as well. You know? I get it. Life happens. Trust me, life had been happening for me for months. <laughs> but hopefully things are going well for you guys. You're getting the opportunity to truly have some fun, truly relax, and truly be yourselves. That is all I hope for at the end of the day. So with this last little bit, I'll leave you guys this. Just enjoy yourself. Enjoy your best life as best as you can. This is the only life that you get to truly have. So enjoy it to the fullest. Enjoy it as much as you can. Do whatever you want. Be with whoever you want. Like, just have fun. Truly enjoy it. And hopefully, like, especially if it has to do with art or whatnot, fucking produce some incredible stuff that you enjoy. You deserve happiness at the end of the day more than anything else. So go forth and find that happiness. <laughs> 